0: Big news, friends. Mega has a live show, which we will also live stream. It's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles Saturday, March 16th, and it's a 4 p.m. matinee. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests, so get your tickets now by heading to our website, megathepodcast.com, and if you're a Patreon member, you get a discount. So join us live or virtually on March 16th and get your tickets now. You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door, that little kiss well my freezer makes that kissing noise and i kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient delivered right to our doorstep free shipping always and curated customized box plans it saves me money and trips to the grocery store and i can meal plan for weeks at a time and i got leftovers to boot eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free. That's free in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off.
1: We
0: are here, Lord, we are here.
1: I'm Hallie Labonte welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community, and they are going to bless your soul. What a treat and a treasure. You know, I I had a funny thing happen to me this week. I was making no-bake cookies. I don't know if any of you out there, friends, have ever done no-bakes, but they are so fun because you don't even have to turn the oven on. And it struck me as I was making them, you do like cocoa, and there's oatmeal and sugar, and they just come out as these little blobs, and you just let them dry dry on the counter and then you got cookies and you never had to even turn on the oven and I realized you know what these no-bakes are a real Christian cookie because Jesus can return at any moment who's got time to turn on the oven so give that headgear and see if it straightens out friends no-bake cookies are Christian cookies okay well just like the archangel Michael is always slaying demons in the spiritual warfare that wages on invisibly around us every day my buddy Gray Haas is coming on to slay us how you doing brother
0: hey Howie. so good to see you so good to be here
1: Yeah, it's so good to see. It looks like you got a haircut.
0: I did. Yeah, I got a haircut. I was trying something new this week where I just said, um, surprise me. And uh, this was a surprise because I I just love, do you see how she sort of feathered and textured the bangs? Yeah. I just love that. And she did uh, uh, what she called the dip and that's where she just uh, sort of made the ends much lighter than the the roots. (gasps) For spring. For spring, yeah. Isn't that nice? Sort of like a flower coming out of the ground and blossoming. It's kind of like my my bangs look like now.
1: That's so cool. I like when tulips are one color in the middle and then the tips are a different color. It's kind of like what's going on with your hair. Yeah, totally. And it does, it really makes me excited for summer to see some highlights in your
0: Hair. Absolutely. Thanks for noticing.
1: I thought you were gonna start working toward maybe doing a bob or something, or what is that Page Boy thing from your cosplay uh character outfit you came up yeah, with. Yeah, I was,
0: but I found it was uh, very hot at the gym, and, uh, mm. you know, sometimes uh, I just don't always have time to wash my hair after I come from the gym, so I need something that's, um, you know, with the bangs, I can sort of wring it out like a towel, and, oh, and but I night. still have the effect of having long hair. Oh,
1: isn't that neat? That's so cool. Well, um, what's going on in Climax, my brother? We had
0: an awesome week in Climax this week. Um, I don't know if you've known about this big project that I've been working on, uh, but one uh, of my, my Climax kids came to me probably about six months ago and said, hey, Gray, we we don't really have a positive place to hang out on the weekends at night, oh. because they said, you know, at high school, a lot of kids are tr- trying to do things like party. They go out, and they drive around. One of the things a lot of kids do here in mm-hmm. Indianapolis is they um, they'll buy beer and they'll go out to the train oh. tracks or things like that. Yeah, just not very positive things. And oh. and so this uh, this climax kid, his name's Cashton Sturdivant, and Cashton said, hey. um, we feel a bit left out because when we don't have a Climax activity, you know, the, and, and when we don't want to go to a friend's house, we don't really have a place to congregate. And that really stuck in my mind. And so I said, hey, why don't you and I brainstorm some ideas? So what we came up with is something called the Solid Rock Cafe. And what the Solid Rock Cafe is, is it's a, it's a room down near the, the Climax Wing. And we've basically built it out to look like a really cool uh, soda shop. Ooh. And uh, it's going to be open uh, every Friday and Saturday night from like seven to nine thirty. And uh, this is a where the kids can come and just hang out. There's a foosball table. There's a shuffleboard. You can uh, uh, there's a so, sort of an old soda jerk uh, station where you can have awesome things like ice cream and and cola. And uh, we can just hang out, do a Bible study, be positive, and not feel the pressure of um, you know hanging out around drugs and alcohol.
1: That's yeah. so cool. So it's going to
0: open this weekend, and uh, I'm really excited. We also have a, a DJ, oh, a karaoke. You can sing uh, to any, basically, we have a whole catalog of Christian karaoke, any Christian song. Oh, that's
1: so cool. Yeah. So
0: we um, we kind of did a test run this last weekend. We had about 11 kids show up. Oh, so I was a little, a little bit disappointed in that because, uh, but they said that um, one of the football players was having a party this weekend and a lot of people were sort of like drawn to that and I was just hoping that you know they're not tempted but yeah. hopefully next weekend Solid Rock Cafe check it out guys.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. Can adults come down there and get on that karaoke machine or is it just for the kids? Yeah, you
0: know, it's really Hallie it's just for the kids because <sighs> part of you know what's so fun is when you get, get get away from your parents Sure. and so we really I mean I go down there sometimes I'll ask some of the parents who look a bit younger to sort of go in disguise. I did have ryan shelton's dad he he just cut off some jeans he brought a skateboard so he could kind of blend in
1: that's so cool uh,
0: they pretty much knew who he was right away but um it so that was um you know so we are trying to have chaperones there but yeah. we don't really want the adults to be getting on the the karaoke machine or anything like that Ah, uh, well right.
1: i'd like to get on there because i my favorite amy grant song i grew up uh singing in my church growing up was sing your praise to the lord come on everybody stand up and sing one more hallelujah give your praise to the lord
0: yeah, that's a great one. That's an
1: oldie one. but a goodie. How are you? I'm so good. Speaking of singing, I've had a song in my head, and my son's been making fun of me all week because I've been singing. This is kind of an old song. You know, we do much more modern praise and worship in the auditorium on the weekends, but this old song's been in my head. Have you ever heard of it? It goes, and they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll
0: know we are Christians by our... I'm sorry, I, I just
1: felt like I had to jump in there. That is awesome. We had to get Leanne in here, she couldn't stop.
0: And, and what is the lyric, actually? It's in, and, and we'll know that our and sanity will one day be restored?
1: That, yeah, our sanity, our sanity will our one day, day be restored. And, and they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians
0: by our
1: love. <laughs> I just got choked up. That's so beautiful.
0: Oh, oh my goodness. I love it when goodness. we find a chord like
1: right? that. Right? Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science We'll Just like John the Baptist thought that locusts and honey were food, we've got some rare and sweet food for you here with our sweet friend, Leanne Parsons. Hey, Hey, it's
0: good to be here, y'all. Oh, Leanne, (laughs) so good to see you. And thank you for always providing a, you know, you can't have a chair that doesn't have a third leg. It won't stand up. And I felt like that. No, tip right over. uh, I felt like you can't have a two-legged chair. And that harmony really stood up when we did that. We did. That was
1: incredible. I just can't believe the joy and and the fruits of the spirit that just come bursting out of Mm -hmm. that song. Do you, you know? know that
2: there there's another song that goes, um, "Love, love, 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 the gospel in one." Do you know this one? No. So you sing it in a round, oh, and if I you get a whole round. group of uh, in a chapel and and turn off the lights and let just the, the moonlight cool. come down through the through through the open cross window, uh-huh. it really is is a sight to behold and a sound to behold. I like to close my ears.
0: That is so I mean, my eyes. I was going to
2: say, how do you hear it if you close your ears? Exactly.
1: Now, did you grow up in a church in Indiana? I'm surprised I didn't hear that. Or Where'd you grow up?
2: No, I grew up in a little town in North Georgia called Dahlonega.
1: Dahlonega, Georgia. Yeah, it's
2: it's known mostly for gold mining and um, they've got a lot of uh, fudge shops and, um, you know, cabins and that sort of
0: thing. Now, did your parents work in gold or fudge?
2: No, they didn't. They both uh, actually my father was a um, worked as a science teacher and my mother was a math teacher. So they're very uh, right brain people. Oh, yeah. Now,
1: did he have a hard time squaring, you know, the science with Christianity? A lot of times Christians are like these scientists are, you know, anti God.
2: I I felt like. Um, he didn't really understand that part of me or why I was drawn to it. And, um, I had to do that, that sort of thing on my own. I, I ended up going, um, to a young life event when I was I in, young life. when I was in uh, middle school and I got real drawn in, like roped in, like with God's lasso. Oh, right. And yes. were they doing I just, some rock climbing was that,
0: were they doing some rock climbing who was a young life?
2: No, no. We were just doing like, we would lay upside down and put little paper, um, cut out little bodies of paper and put them on our chins and sing upside down. It was so oh,
0: funny. That, that is, cool. is so funny. That is, it is so, so good. funny, and it
2: was a lot of fun. And so I was just a friend invited me for a weekend, and I got looped in. And I said, "This is this is it. This is my people. I've come home." And I and from then on out, I I went. I was a big part of that church.
1: I think she means like a metaphorical lasso, Gray.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. When I w- when I was doing uh, Young Life, I was a rock climbing instructor too. So I, that that was pretty much my role.
1: Oh, that's so cool. I can tell you're from Georgia because you have a faint accent.
2: It is faint, um... You know, uh, Indiana is sort of like the South. It's yeah. like the South of the Midwest. Yeah. And so I feel like when I've been here, uh, it hasn't really gone away. Yeah. And I do feel at home, even though it's just Kentucky's right there, you know. That's right.
0: So Leanne, you have a very specific role here. And uh, luckily, I get yeah. to look up uh, and see your skills most weekends in the oh, services. Oh, thank you. Uh, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about what you do around Twin Hills. And
1: Yeah, if they don't know about Little Drummer Girls. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, well,
2: um, thanks for introducing it. Um, I'm really excited to get the word out to the greater congregation because I'm not sure people know fully that I'm, you know, that what we're really doing up there. Because you mostly see me, and I'm—it's almost like I look like I'm in a trance because yeah. as I move from instrument to instrument. But I'm—I'm I'm the auxiliary percussion player, so I, it's not as flashy as Steve on the set. But I am back there, and I—and you—if you hear a—if you hear a chime or a gong or a timpani Ooh. or a glockenspiel or even like a um, a soft. The soft low hum of a vibraphone that's me Wow, that's me i'm a rolling on a cymbal or i'm uh playing uh, the maracas or sometimes we when we do some more of the latin um you know, inspired, inspired things. Yeah. I would get the claves out and and, I, and that's really fun to play a samba beat,
0: but you're so talented on those, uh, all Thank those you. instruments that you've said. Yeah. And even last weekend when you were doing the, the, uh, the castanets, I just thought that was such a yeah. fun way for Steve to come out when, when he was talking about, um, how, how are we listening for God's rhythms? And yeah. then you did some castanets and he exactly. sort of shimmied as he came to the, so cool. uh, that was all out.
2: Steve's idea. I, I didn't come up with that. Uh, and I, and I have to give him, he likes to f- he's like, Hey, what, what instrument can we hear this week? And, you know, sometimes it's wow. the tim-
0: timbales and, you know, at
2: Christmas it's the sleigh bells.
0: As someone who has so much rhythm, do you ever get a bit frustrated when the Well, when the crowd just isn't staying on beat?
1: For sure. You know, my son's always making fun of me. He's like, Mom, stop clapping. You're clapping on the one and the three. No. Or, or what's the, or a two and a, f- and I never, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Well, every you know, uh, music is divided into measures, and
2: each oh. each measure has a four count or a six count, uh, eight count, and um, you're talking triplets. You're talking quarter notes. So one, two, three, four. That's what you usually hear. And when you're when you're talking about dancers, they usually do in a five, six, seven, eight, and start right on the one. So if you're clapping on the one, three, it sounds wrong. You need uh-huh. to be clapping on the two, and two and four. Far. There we go, and clapping now. Unless you're Everybody dancing. clap their silly hands. Like that? Yeah, you guys
0: we'll work on it as a bass player i never really need to have rhythm uh which is the great part you just kind of uh, follow along and the bass is so low No, people really don't hear it and what i'm trying to do is really uh, giving them the experience of excitement but Mm. uh, i just let the drums sort of take care of the rhythm the bass is really not a rhythm instrument a lot of people think it is
1: do you ever do the upright bass like that big wooden neat standing bass uh, like I are
0: doing bluegrass i do yeah I'll, i'll do both of those um the way, I, I don't really know the notes very well on those, so I have put pieces. I think pieces. it's the same as, as it would be on the side. Oh, is it?
1: On the, what, what's the kind you call electric? electric bass, electric. but it does
0: have frets, and I, I have written on the frets, you know, what note is on each fret. So oh, I, I see. And on the upright, you know, there's there's, there's no, no frets. frets. So I have put uh, pieces of duct tape that, that do help me get around
1: it. Oh, well, that's cool. But you're saying it's really the same from an electric bass to a stand-up bass? I same believe
2: bass? so. Oh, same key so cool. and same instrument. I mean, the it's in the same
0: key. That's awesome. So how'd you get into playing drums though?
1: Well, um,
2: you know, unusual, uh, because, because my family was not in the church, right. Um, I felt from, from the get go that I was a black sheep of the family hmm. or, you know, the outsider, um, that I spoke a different language that my family did not understand. And I, I felt drawn to that sort of thing. So as a young woman, um, what I thought, well, what is something that a woman is never seen doing? Right. Playing the drums. Oh, okay. That's I thought right. it was flying airplane. Yeah. What is it?
0: I thought it was flying airplane, but I wasn't sure.
2: Yeah. Oh. Well, that is also, uh, I mean, I guess more so you would see more so. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, I be on the board of a church.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but mm-hmm. okay, And go on.
2: So I so I was I was drawn to, um, to different, uh, I started taking drum lessons. That's what I asked for for Christmas one year, and I started taking drum lessons with a with a specialist and I worked my way up and I um, auditioned for my high school marching band and, um, and my freshman audition before school had even started. I made enemies right away because I auditioned and I beat out um, the seniors that were supposed to be on the snare drum. So I bumped oh, one of the senior snare players down to quad. Whoa. Now he happened to also be very handsome. Oh, which was tough for me.
1: Um, Ooh, you kind of liked him a little bit. I guess
2: I did. Mm -hmm. um but that you know so that wasn't ever going to work out because once you you know hurt a man's pride a lot Uh, of times it's over it's over you have no chance so uh yeah so uh, that's really that's how I felt called to drumming and then once I did it I found it was a great outlet for um for anger or for any real big emotions you know I mean I think as women we're not encouraged to have big emotions you know right. yeah we should be like the top of a placid lake you that's know right. um and so that's where i would put it all mm-hmm. so i would go i would i would wail on my you know mm-hmm. um on my timpani mm. um or i would uh go r- crazy on a glockenspiel and and get get those uh, those big emotions out that's so cool. and then when i found this church yeah. and i saw all the young women yeah who were also struggling with that i thought <gasps> I need to help them. I need to introduce them to this outlet. Yeah. And so we do have a small group uh, that started called little drummer girls. It, it's named after that song. Um, little drummer boy, right? but it's a girl. Okay. Um, um, bum, bum, yes. Who played for, for the baby Jesus um, in the, you know, as he lay in his manger. And I, I find that it's, it's very empowering for these young women. Um, some, some women just like want to hit things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, That's great, too, because I'll just give them I'll just give them a bass drum. Mm -hmm. um, uh, And and it's just been just really remarkable to watch these women uh, blossom, as you as you mentioned, uh, like the spring. Such
1: so cool. Positive outlet. So, but I picture you trying to get into drums, and everybody being like, "This girl's crazy!" Like one of those old movies mm-hmm. from the fifties where uh, a girl wants to play football or mm-hmm. wrestle or something, and everybody in town is scandalized by yeah. it. I mean, I'm picturing you go to a, a drumming teacher, and he's like, "Get out of here! Yeah. You don't look right, and you were. I'm not teaching you. I'm a, a reputable company. Like, did that stuff happen?" Well, I did have to find, I mean, the, the
2: guy that taught me private lessons, he, he was, he was like, uh, had been a phenomenal drum player for for like a rock band.
0: Um, Do you remember what band?
2: I think it was, uh, the band was called stolen tomato. Okay. Ooh. And he was, uh, I mean, you should have seen his set. It was epic. It went on for days. Um, but he burned out on drugs and, and oh, he no. had, he had sworn off dra- drums. And and so I came to his door and I because I heard, I knew he lived in our town and I said, uh, Jimmy, I need you, I need you now, and I need you to teach me your 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 ways, you know.
0: So did he swear off drums, but he stayed on drugs.
2: I, you know, probably right. Uh, like when I'm thinking back on it now, he uh, did seem really out of
1: it.
0: Uh, right. So it seems like he swore off the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, that can happen.
1: Now, do you know the super popular Christian rock band Newsboys? The guy in the drum kit comes out, he starts wailing on the drums, hydraulics, lift the drum set up above the stage, Uh and it starts turning around upside down like he's in a roller coaster, Uh right side up, upside down, right side up, and the whole time he's like it's so cool.
2: (laughs) It seems like too much. Are you married? No. Do you want to be? Yeah, eventually. Hmm. That's cool. Do you live alone? I do. Do you miss Georgia? I don't. Hmm.
0: Do you have any siblings? I do.
1: Now, Leanne, what do you say to people? Because I know drums can be a very controversial instrument in the church. In the church, I hear you. Because, you know, percussion really does sometimes make people start inadvertently shaking their hips so hard that Mm -hmm. it might feel sexual or erotic to them. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times, you know, like if you go all the way back to Elvis and... I don't know, uh, who was it that Elvis they said was stealing from? James Brown. Yep. They were shaking their hips and the girls were screaming and it was sort of awakening Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, gals specifically and uh, feeling these sexual feelings. And a lot of that gets tied to, you know, things with a beat, you know, Mm -hmm. it makes you kind of feel that way. And so Mm -hmm. what do you say about that and how do you stay pure and keep it glorifying Christ? Well, I think the intention is is
2: important, yep. um, and that you know that you're that you're not just letting the drums uh, fall into the wrong hands. That mm. they're always in the hands of an expert. Oh. I'm not going to give a pair of claves, mm. you know, to a horny thirteen year old boy. Uh, right. Oh, sure. That's not good. That's yeah. not yeah. smart. Yeah. It's just simply not smart. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of discipline that goes into mm. learning how to. Cr- play a craft music um so i think that is really good hmm.
0: um are there any certain rhythms that you've got to avoid in those situations
2: that's a great question um you know the salsa rhythm is particularly uh, alluring mm. okay how's that um, go it goes Like that. Oh, okay. yeah. So you could see how yeah. that, um, the, how that would draw people in, and it, and I think when you're when you play that rhythm, naturally you want to pair off. Oh, yeah. And that's also, you know, yeah, can be difficult.
1: And then you're holding each other's bodies. You're sweating and right. dancing. You feel your basement right. start tingling. Yes. and you're playing with fire. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah, you wouldn't give a loaded gun to a, you know. Yeah. A, a guy who loves to shoot guns,
1: I just saw Conan go to Cuba on this Netflix thing, and it was so neat, but they danced there in a way that mm, is like mm-hmm. holy smokes they That's Havana, are, mm-hmm. yeah, and I could never move my body like that. I have almost no muscle math more rhythm, but I, I i I could tell the way they were dancing it was like it was like a preamble.
2: It's very similar to what you might have heard about from Dirty Dancing yep. I mean the yeah. name is in the title right yeah. so you you have to avoid that Yeah, you have to avoid that at all costs but, you, but a lot, largely the music that we're playing is not going to yeah. be conducive to that that's you right. know it's like uh, I mean the, the most I mean the the most like ethnic we get is um, shut it all keep shut out, out, the out the devil, devil. shut all keep that's two and four you're doing it right
1: oh I did it. it now you're shut. on back on the okay. one oh Keep the devil devil. in the night, shut the door, keep out the devil, devil. light the candle, everything is all right.
0: I know. I love that song because it always just reminds us that we're all the same and we can all sing in any way we want.
1: (laughs) And speaking of the devil, why should the devil have all the good music? That's right. Right? Right. That is right. Well, that's just patently false.
2: See, I mean, think about all the the music that we have, you know, all the, I mean, and that's across... christian rock but also just go open to page any page in the hymnal Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna find a classic
0: now i wanted to ask you about your vehicle because a lot of people have seen it in the parking lot Mm -hmm. it's a van and it's got a really interesting um what do you call that sort of a mural a mural on On the the side. side yeah right now could you tell us a bit about that
2: well uh it is this it's a skyline okay uh of the North Georgia mountains. Ooh. And out of it is rising an angel. Right. And she is above her reaching to play a high hat.
0: Right. Wow. Oh, that's what I thought it was a spaceship.
1: Now, do you think there are female angels? I've never had that thought. I always thought they were male because they were all waging spiritual warfare and in battle, you know, you usually right. think of guys. Gabriel. Now, may I ask you a personal question? Did you see Dirty Dancing?
2: I, um, it came out when I was, uh, I think in middle school so i did see it because it was before i was really Saved. indoctrinated yeah yeah into the church and so um i did i did see it yeah. yes
1: yeah i did i begged my parents they said no i begged they said no i begged all my friends were seeing it and i eventually saw it at my friend's house and i've mm. had terrible guilt about that for a really long time
0: well
2: you said it out loud now so yeah. you can let that go really you know, yeah. that
0: was actually based on an Australian movie called Sleazy Dance Man. Oh, really? And um, it's about a cowboy who comes out to the outback, and he's sort of a sleazy dance man. He's um, been working at the beach, and then he oh. comes to this small town. And he tries to get all the girls dancing, very sleazy. And um, there's uh, some other things happen. I can't re- quite remember that uh, somebody... Um, there's a murder, and then Mm. uh, it might... I can't remember if it's a gay marriage or an abortion that happens, but it was a bunch of things that weren't very positive. But yeah, Sleazy Dance Man, it's another Australian export.
1: Now, do you recommend it if I come across it, or is it something we should avoid? It doesn't
0: sound good. It doesn't sound good. You know, some of those movies, um, they age and you say, oh, they're not that bad now. Um, Mm. But this one was particularly bad, I think. Yeah. Um, At one point, the Sleazy Dance Man does... Um, he chokes a fellow between his thighs. He's wearing very small sort of bum hugger shorts. Uh, So you can see everything and it's really not positive so you just might want to avoid that. Or if you see it, just watch an edited version. He
2: chokes the man between his thighs?
0: Yeah, there's a dance competition and the guy that he's going up against sort of does a slide and he gets very jealous and so before the guy finishes the slide, he slides between his thighs.
1: Oh, his head is between the sleazy dance man's thighs.
0: Right, his neck. And so then the sleazy dance man sort of squeezes uh, the in. neck oh, oh, between I mean
1: his thighs i had i misunderstood i
2: thought yeah. you were saying that he was choking the man's crotch
0: oh no that happens he was in another choking part.
2: the man with his thighs
0: exactly right yeah. there is another part where he does choke a crotch though
1: oh wow well, yeah i probably shouldn't see that well just like christ reaches hands out to calm the storm i'm reaching into the mailbag to retrieve a question from one of you my friends here we go Dear Twin Hills crew, I work for a large tech company. I won't say the name, but it is a popular search engine. Maybe Bing. Recently, my company brought in an expert in mindfulness meditation. Mm. Um, Mm. As far as I can tell, it just means sitting quietly and focusing on your breathing. They've asked us to do this several times a day to increase Mm. our performance, and evidently our leadership is seeing great results. However, this feels a lot like prayer to me, except it's focusing on oneself. Isn't that idolatry? I will say it has been more effective than prayer in terms of my stress levels, but I feel like I'm putting myself before God in these situations, and I wonder what you think. Signed, Namaste away. Hmm. hmm. This is hmm. a good question.
0: Well, you know, I I like to think that um, first off, meditation. Uh, if you're doing it and you're thinking because uh, sometimes uh, for, I've never meditated but from what I understand a lot of times there's chanting involved or mm-hmm. some kind of a mantra or you know you're sp- you're supposed to be thinking about like light coming out of different parts of your body Uh-oh. or you know people say you're, you're supposed to move energy around and mm-hmm. things like uh-huh. that you know I think that's where you start getting into mm-hmm. magic mm-hmm. and I don't think magic is very um, that's just not something that we want to be focusing on it's so pagan. it's mm-hmm. yeah that's it's, right. it just doesn't yeah pagan yeah i just think that's something we don't want really to be focusing on so i would i would i would put, i would wonder if you could just pray in these instances instead of doing well, nobody the meditation. knows what you're
2: doing in your mind
1: right
0: right well god god does
1: oh yeah you're saying he exactly. can sit there and pray right and act like he's meditating see isn't that so cool you can pray anywhere mm-hmm.
0: i just have a hard time believing it's having positive effect on his life
1: yeah, that's the part that bothered me the most, actually. He's saying he's seeing positive results. I feel like that's a little bit of um, the power of suggestion. You know what I mean? Mm. I think that if leadership is like, oh, we're seeing results and this is helping people in terms of productivity, stress level. How are they measuring medical that, thing- though? Say, right, oh, right, right. The problem is, I, I think it's probably okay to sit and be quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any sin in that. Mm-hmm. But the focusing on the breathing and stuff and even calling it meditating, you're really on a slippery slope there because the next thing you know, it's going to be incense and then it's going to be chanting. And you could end up, you know, Hare Krishna Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, Buddhists or, you know, uh, bowing down in front of these golden idols. You see those Mm -hmm. at meditation centers and stuff and you just don't want to play with that kind of fire, you know? Hey, if I give you some chopsticks, could you draw on the table? Yeah. <gasps> I have I have chopsticks because I had Thai food for lunch, mm-hmm. okay. which isn't a well, sin even though they're eastern.
0: <laughs> that's that really cool. It's so
1: cool. That's a
2: that's a flam, okay? Which is just one stick hits right before the other one. So it's okay. like okay. Okay? A rough is a you're going to do you're going to do a double on the left, and then you're going to hit with the right. So it goes, okay, that's right. a row. Ooh, that's so, so cool. So triple rat cue, you get a rough, rough, and that's a triplet, and that goes right into it, okay? So d- you- this she- is the kind of thing you're going to learn if you're in the Little Drummer Girl crew. Oh, so do you feel so- more relaxed now? I actually do.
1: Wow, so it's therapeutic, and you're good at it. I could hear all the things you were saying. Good. Leanne Perkins was played by Lennon Parham. Listen to her podcast, Womp It Up. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBond, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshaus. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at Gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.